I have often heard sports announcers saying that the football game that was coming up was a match between David and Goliath. Of course they're wrong. Football are two fleshly teams operating by the will of man. Recently, God even said to me, the Catholic Church is not really affected by whether or not Notre Dame wins or loses a football game. That will not destroy the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church will be destroyed when Jesus Christ returns to raise those who are dead and to take the children of God off this present earth before it is destroyed by God. The Catholic Church will be destroyed by Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, not by a sporting event. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. David had it in his heart strongly concerning God, and he was extremely dismayed when the children of Israel fled Goliath and were afraid of the Philistines. This should not be. They are the children of the living God. How can they be afraid of the Philistines? And when he heard what Goliath said and the threat Goliath made and the way Goliath defied the armies of God, David was horrified. And in 1 Samuel 17, David said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? David just couldn't believe it. And we know, of course, David rose up and said, I will fight this Philistine. While the others of the army of Israel were afraid of Goliath, David ran toward him in the battle. And David told Saul, the king, he said, let no man's heart fail because of Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth. And David said to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard, and smote him. And slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. And David said, Moreover, 
the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. David had previous experience with God, which showed him what to do and how to do it. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. 1 Samuel 17 Saul tries to put his armor on David. And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put an helmet of brass upon David's head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he hesitated to go, for he had not proved these weapons. You have to prove your weapons. You have to know how to fight the enemy and how to win and what will work. And David hadn't proved these weapons of Saul. So David took them off and he said, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And David took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a scrip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. David knew this would work. He could handle this weapon. We know scripture will work. If God has given us a word of instruction, we know it will work. It won't fail. When we've had experience with God, we know it will not fail us. We know we can do this because we've had experience in hearing from God and knowing the scriptures. It gives us the courage that we need to be able to do this thing. In December of 2018, I fell at my house in Texas where I lived alone. I was at least six feet away from the location of the telephone where I could call to get help. I fell in a hallway which had tile flooring. I broke a hip and I broke my wrist very badly. As I started to crawl to the telephone, it was incredibly painful. I, I just said, I can't do this. I had rolled onto the side where I have a good hip, and the broken hip was up on top as I was trying to crawl. And I started inching my way. But even then, it was so incredibly painful, I just stopped and was lying there. I heard a word from God, which enabled me to begin crawling. I heard, quote, you can do this. When you hear a word from God, that's all you need. For you know that word is something authored by God and you can do it. And that's what you need in the battle. 
So I began inching my way to the phone. It took four and a half hours to get there. When I pulled on the cord of the phone, it squirted off across the room, and I never saw the receiver again. But there was a Kindle tablet under that table. It was charging. If I could get to the Kindle tablet, maybe I could send an email and ask for help. I did get to the Kindle tablet. I was able to pull up the email. I found an email which I had sent to our church group pulled it up and sent it with a message, have fallen, need help, send ambulance. Pam Padgett in Colorado Springs got the email. She knew she couldn't call 911 from Colorado Springs, so she called the police department at Lubbock, Texas, where I lived, and told them what had happened, and they sent an ambulance. She tried to call my phone Number. I heard the phone ring, but I couldn't get to a phone. But I knew help was coming. Within a matter of minutes, I heard someone at the front door. Hearing that word, you can do this, was all I needed. When you hear a word from God, that's all you need. I've seen some church groups misuse this subject of faith. They think they can just say, God would never let that happen to me and boastfully go forward. I'm horrified. I am as horrified at what I see the churches try to do as David was in Goliath because I know they have not heard from God on the matter at hand and they are going by pride, which will fail them. But when you hear a word from God directly to you personally, then you have what you need to go forward. So David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them, the armor, the sword. So he took his stones out of the brook, put them in his bag, took his slingshot, and headed toward Goliath, who was fully armed. 1 Samuel 17, starting at verse 41, And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog? that thou comest to me with these staves. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. His gods have no power. They're not the living God. They're false gods. So there's no power in this Philistine's curse. Verse 44, And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. I will do it. David said, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts and the God of the armies of Israel, 
whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. It's not David doing this. It's God. And I will smite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with the sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. That's real faith. Faith in God, knowing that God will do this. And for us, real faith is hearing that word that God would speak to us to give us courage to do what we need to do. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He ran toward him. No hesitation. And I think that's what we must do. When we hear that word from God, do it immediately. Don't give devils time to convince you that you didn't hear from God. When you believe you've heard from God, do it immediately, if at all possible, or as soon as possible. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead. And the Philistine Goliath fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone to smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines. The battle was God's. The Lord caused the victory. And that's the case with us. Anytime a problem arises and we turn to God, help me, he brings us what we need. I think this is a perfect example of that. In the year 2021, I was bombarded with all these negative, horrible thoughts What if you get to where you can't walk? You're 83. What if you get to where you can't walk? You can't stay here at Pam's house. You'll have to go to assisted living. What will happen to you then? I said, oh, God, help me. And instantly I heard, God will supply all your need. And I said, that's right. God will supply all my need. 
Well, of course, the devil fled the second I said that. And I was completely at peace because I'd heard from God on the matter at hand by his Holy Spirit who simply brought to my mind, God will supply all your need. That is the way it works. We have a problem arise and we say, oh God, I don't know what to do about this. Please help me. And he does by bringing to our mind what we can do or a scripture to settle us. And that is faith because we've heard from God. We don't presume what God will do. We have heard from God. We have called out for help and we have heard directly from God in the matter at hand. And that's real faith. Faith comes when we hear the word of God in the midst of the problem. We as little children call out, please help me. And God helps us. And he just brings to our mind by his spirit what we can do in the problem. Or he will bring a scripture to show us truth and to give us what we need. I was born again in 1975 when God said to me, Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. Most of the world today thinks they're making mistakes when really sin is what's happening. When the Holy Spirit reveals sin to the person, That person is saved when he agrees with God and believes what he's heard. He's born again by God. When I read the story of David and Goliath after I was born again, I was certain God would uphold whatever word he gave to us and that he would not allow any word that he gave us to fail. I also saw Joshua chapter 1 as a new Christian, and I was very impressed and moved by this, and was sure this applied to us today in the New Testament church. This book of the law, the Bible, shall not depart out of thy mouth, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, says God? That's so important to build your faith on that one thing. Have not I commanded thee? Is it God who told me to do this? Is it God who told me I would be able to crawl to that telephone? Well, I believed it was. So because I believed it was God telling me this, that's what I started doing. This book of the law, the word of God, the Bible, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. See, that gives you the strength to do the Word of God and to keep doing it. 
If you continue in my word, says Jesus, then you are my disciples indeed. John chapter 8. It's continuing in the word. You don't start the word and stop the word. You continue doing it. And I kept scriptures before me constantly and still do. For they give you the strength to do the word and empower you to do the word. It may take you several weeks of looking at that scripture to give you that strength that you need to do it. Or you may do it instantly and then you need the strength to continue in it. But it is meditating in whatever word God has spoken to you or meditating in whatever scripture has been brought to your mind by the Holy Spirit. I collect these scriptures on my Kindle tablet. I make screen prints from the Bible and they go directly to the Kindle photo album. And I can look at those screen prints and get my root system deeper. And then when I do the word, you get a deeper root system. And when I share the word that I have done, that I've heard and done, my faith grows even more. So hearing the word from God, thinking on that word, doing that word, and sharing that word with other people, and the event with other people, that's the thing that makes your faith grow. Uh, Philemon's, it's in the book of Philemon's. It is verse 6, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. As you share with others that which God has done, your faith is strengthened. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, God says, Have not I commanded thee? Didn't God tell me to do this? God says, Be strong and of a good courage, and be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.